Welcome to Prophecy Countdown with author and pastor Kenneth Baer. Join us every week for the latest updates on what the Bible has to say about the events, the characters, and prophetic signs of the return of Jesus Christ and His coming kingdom. Make sure you not only subscribe, but like your favorite episodes and share it with your friends. Now, on with the broadcast. Welcome to Prophecy Countdown. I'm Pastor Ken Bear. We provide uh, two updates each week on this uh, channel called Prophecy Countdown, uh, one on Sunday premiering at 1 p.m., and the second is on Wednesdays premiering at 11 a.m. The title of my message today is A Day is Like a Thousand Years. And we'll be talking about some Old Testament prophet, an old, a specific Old Testament prophecy given to us by the prophet Hosea. Uh, as the name of our podcast implies, our, our topics and our messages typically have a, a prophecy thread. Uh, we love answering questions, particularly those related to prophecy. If you have a question, please send us an email to prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. That's prophecycountdownpodcast at gmail.com. I, I love answering these, these questions. I answer them all personally. And that's how we get a lot of our topics, like the one today, on a day is like a thousand years. So let's go ahead and get started. Um, the book of Hosea is, a, is an Old Testament book. It has a, a fascinating prophecy in it. You know, Hosea lived 800 years before Jesus Christ. He's, he's considered one of the minor prophets. In fact, in the Bible, he's listed as the first of the minor prophets. Now, these, these prophets are called minor not because they're less important. Uh, than the prophets like Isaiah and Daniel and Jeremiah, but they're called minor because they used fewer words. Their books are actually shorter uh, than what we know as the major prophets. Now, Hosea is often described as the prophet of doom because he prophesied that God would use Assyria in order to judge the northern tribes of Israel. Um, and this was because of their continued idolatry, their unfaithfulness. And Hosea warned them over and over again that they needed to repent and return to the Lord. Um, he prophesied correctly that Assyria would come in and capture and exile all of the northern tribes. And this happened. This happened exactly as I, uh, Hosea described it would happen in 722 B.C., about 70, 80 years after Hosea had made that prophecy. Hosea, however, Hosea also spoke prophetically of a future restoration of God's people. So, so as I mentioned, there's a very interesting prophecy about this restoration of Israel in Hosea, and I'll read it to you. It's three verses long, and then we could talk a little bit about how it has historically been uh, interpreted, the commentaries on it, and then we'll, we'll consider, we'll take a look at what I consider, and, and many other conservative scholars consider to be a more biblical and normative approach to the interpretation of this prophecy. This prophecy of Hosea is in the sixth chapter uh, of Hosea, verses one through three. I'm gonna to read to you from the New King James. I want you to pay particular attention to the word days. It's used twice as two days and also three days. Listen to it. Verse one says, come and let us return to the Lord for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. Verse two, after 
two days he will revive us. On the third day he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. Now, for those of you that know a little bit about the history of the land of Israel, um, when Judah, the southern kingdom, was conquered by the Babylonians in 586 B.C., um, the prophet Daniel and Jeremiah, uh, they, they were all contemporaries, they, they, there was a prophecy that they would return, and that they did return to the land of Judah about 70 years later. However, the northern kingdom um, disappeared. The northern kingdom, after it was attacked and sacked and um, transported to uh, Syria, um, they never returned. By the time that Jesus was on the scene, and we read the New Testament, that northern part of Israel, the, the part to the north of Israel, is known as Samaria. The northern tribes of Israel have all but disappeared. Now, Hosea's ministry was specifically uh, to the northern tribes of Israel. Not exclusively, but specifically to the northern tribes of Israel. He prophesied chiefly against these, them, and his prophecy of the upcoming judgment and doom was during what was typically a, a very economically prosperous, a politically flourishing time for the people of Israel. It's like talking to the, to the most uh, favored nation as far as politically, economically, they had, they had great allies. Um, now remember, they were also spiritually bankrupt. And this is, what, uh, this is what Hosea was telling them, is they needed to repent despite what they thought was their affluence uh, they would be they would be destroyed now throughout the ages most scholars and teachers have Given this prophecy actually very little uh, comment. Uh, they pretty much dismissed the prophecy um, They looked at it the the two days for example that it likely wasn't to be taken literally of course not uh, That it would just refer to like a short period of time we know historically Again, that the northern tribes did not return from Assyria like the Jews did after only 70 years. As a result, uh, by the time of the Christian era, scholars like uh, Jerome and Luther and many, many others, in fact, many contemporary commentaries, uh, scholars and commentators today, uh, they refer to the two days as the time that Jesus spent in the tomb, and then the third day, uh, is is his resurrection now let me read it to you on the third day he will raise us up and they use this as a reference to Jesus resurrection however here's the thing many scholars know that this type of interpretation doesn't fit the rules that we normally apply uh, to prophecy for example Jesus time in the tomb is always referred in the Bible as three days and nights and the Bible would not contradict itself and start using two days also the prophecy says on the third day he will raise us up well take a look at that verse uh, he obviously refers to God and raise us up would refer to the people of Israel Israel being raised up not Jesus coming out of the tomb so let me instead reference what is said in both Psalm 90 as well as 2nd Peter which is the topic of our message today which is a thousand years is like a day. Psalm 90 and 2 Peter both say the, almost the same thing. With the Lord, a day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. 
Now, we know that metaphorically, the scripture tell, are telling us about the, the patience of God, the timelessness of God. Uh, how, let's, how, let's, however, let's see if it can be applied literally. Notice that Hosea's prophecy also makes mention in verse 3, which I included before, that he will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain of the earth. Now, the Old Testament, Joel, uses the words latter rain to refer to an outpouring of the Spirit of God. The Apostle Peter quoted Joel on the day of Pentecost. The New Testament epistle of James also refers to the latter rain. That's James uh, chapter 5, verse 7, and connects the latter rain to the second coming of Jesus Christ. So keep that in mind as now we take a look at the prophecy of Hosea, who's referencing two days and on the third day and talks about the latter rain. So let's take that and kind of reword the prophecy uh, liberally using, uh, using this thousand years. So verse two would read this way. It would read something like this. After 2,000 years, he will revive us on the third day, the beginning of the next thousand years. The third day, he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. Well, now you can start getting excited because the nation of Israel, we know, was rebirthed in 1948. It had been almost 2,000 years since they existed as a nation. And now we read Peter that says a 1,000 years is like a day. Uh, using that formula, Israel was revived after two days, after about 2,000 years. And remember, they have not fully revived yet. Most of the Jewish people uh, are not serving the Lord. Uh, they might be going to temple. They may be observing the Sabbath, but they're not fully committed to the Lord. Uh, they're certainly not following their Messiah. Then, following the same formula, on the third day, he will raise us up. When does the third day start? Well, just think about it. If it's 11.59 p.m. and the, talk, the clock is ticking that next minute off, when does the third day start? Well, the very next moment. The very next moment after the, the two days begins the third day or the third thousand year period. The Bible tells us very clearly that during the millennial reign of Christ, the thousand year uh, reign of Christ that's predicted clearly in the book of Revelation, um, that Israel will again have a very prominent place. During the millennium, God will fulfill all of the unfilled, fulfilled promises uh, in the Old Testament that pertaining to, to the nation of Israel. For example, their borders will be expanded to what God had promised the people of Israel. The Messiah will actually reign on the throne of David as the Old Testament prophets uh, uh, prophesied. And the people of Israel will embrace Jesus Christ as their, as their Messiah, as their Lord and Savior. The prophet Zechariah prophesied very, very clearly this event. In Zechariah chapter 12, verse 10, Zechariah says this, and I will pour out on the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem a spirit of grace and supplication. They will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn from him as one mourns as an only child and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for the firstborn son. My friends, Israel is in the land. The thing that we are looking forward to is the soon return of Jesus Christ. And while the people of Israel are in the land of, while the Jewish people are in the land of Israel, 
all of the prophecies, especially this prophecy of Hosea, has not been fully fulfilled. They will then, when Jesus returns, look upon him whom they had, that was pierced, and they will ultimately be lifted up. That's what the prophet, Isaiah, uh, prophet Hosea says. They will be lifted up and they will serve the Lord for the 1,000 years. I hope you like that interpretation of the prophecy. I think it's a, a biblical approach and it just makes me excited uh, to, to continue talking about the soon return of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. So Father God, we want to thank you, Lord, for this prophecy in Hosea. It, Lord, it just, it just tickles us to think that Hosea was able to, uh, to, to prophesy that for 2,000 years, after 2,000 years, uh, the, the, the Jewish people would be, would be restored and on the third day they would be lifted up. They would be uh, fully know who Jesus Christ is as their Lord and Savior. We give you all the praise and the glory for that, Lord. We continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we give you all the praise for that in Jesus' name. Nearly every day, it's common to see, read, or hear something about the end of the world, the apocalypse, or end times. Author and pastor Kenneth Baer's The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom zooms in and breaks down biblical prophecy as it relates to Jesus' imminent return and the coming seven-year period, including the Great Tribulation. Available in both paperback and Kindle versions. Get your copy on Amazon or at Barnes & Noble and select Christian bookstores. The title again is The Apocalypse and Coming Kingdom. You can also find it listed by author Kenneth Baer. Get your copy today. Thank you for joining us on Prophecy Countdown with Pastor Ken Baer. Don't leave without first sharing the latest episode with your friends. Be sure to join us again for the latest updates on Prophecy Countdown.